Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Today's learning, really tonight's learning, is Le'iloi Nishmas, my brother, Allah Shalom, Menachem Sfib and Chaim Yitzchak, his Neshama should only have an aliyah. We are in 517. Hey, Yud Zayn. We're winding down season two of the PAL. Season three, Mir Tashem, is on the horizon. Again, in a little while, we're going to take a brief hiatus for a little while. And once we finish season two, God willing, we're going to move over to season three. In the wonderful Perkeavos universe, Bleneder Mirzashem, hopefully using the Yad Avraham Art Scroll series on Avos. So keep tuned and stay with us. Arba Midos Paholche Base Medrash. There are four types among those who go to the house of study. Holech Veeno Oses Sachar Halicha Biyado. One who goes but does not study has the reward for going. Oseh Veeno Holech Sachar Mase Biyado. One who studies at home but does not attend the house of study has the reward for accomplishment. Holech ve'oseh chasid, one who goes and studies is pious, that's the best type to be, lo holech ve'oseh rasha. One who does not go and does not study is wicked. One thing that strikes me about this mission before we go to the actual commentary is the fact that even if a person can't make it but wants to, he still gets some star, some type of reward. Somebody who goes but doesn't study, for example, someone who wants to do it but doesn't actually do it, or someone who can't make it a shul or, or the basement of shul, the like, there's still something involved. So if you go but you can't study, you go to shul but your mind is not there, you go to the shir and your mind is not there, don't think that everything is lost. It's obviously not the optimal level, the top level, but you still get the reward for going. You still try to go, you still try to do. You study at home but you don't get to shul, you still get the reward for accomplishment. There's always something in effort. Teachers used to say it's an A for effort, even if it isn't an A on the actual answers to the questions. And if you go and study, that's great, but not even going and not even trying, that's the worst level. That's being the most wicked. You don't even try. You don't even go. You don't even learn or daven and do anything at home. You literally miss everything. You're missing the boat. You're missing the point. So do whatever you can. Even if you're busy with the kids, you're busy with the wife, at least try to set aside time to daven. Try to set aside time to learn. If you make it to shul and your, your mind is elsewhere, at least you try to make it to shul. At least you try to make it to shir every now and again. Try to do a little learning. Even if, like myself on the train, sometimes, unfortunately, we space out. But you try. You still have to keep going. Keep trying. Even if sometimes your mind is elsewhere, you still can be involved. You still can try. Try, 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 and try again. So four types that go to the house of study. We're talking about four attitudes people display regarding attending a base and measures a house of study. It doesn't refer to four types of people who attend, since two of the four never even go, from Rambam and Maganavas. According to Lacham Shemayim, it refers to people who at one point did frequent the base measures. Some of them continue to do so, while others have stopped. The Mishnah evaluates the conduct of each type. So you go, but you don't study, you get the reward for going. This follows Rashi and Rav, who render Osa as study. These people go to the study hall and listen, but they do not sit down to study themselves. Nonetheless, God rewards them for going. At least the person went. One who studies at home but does not attend the house of study as the reward for accomplishment. The translation follows Rosh and Rav. One who learns at home is rewarded for the study itself. However, he misses out on the special reward for attending the study hall. Pause. I remember back in Yeshiva, 
There was nothing like going to the study hall, going to the sanctuary, going to the basement to actually study. Even if it was hard to get up and to get out of bed and to make it to the study hall, you heard the hum of the voices, you heard the hum of the Torah learning. It was a phenomenal thing and it was a wonderful thing just to be there. So if someone stays in the room and tries to learn, it's not the same effect. It's not the same type of environment as when you're surrounded by people, and that's the idea of the yeshiva idea. Maharal explains why there's a specific reward for the act of going to a house of study or synagogue. Study, unlike all other mitzvahs, is purely intellectual. By going physically to a place of study, one involves not only his mind, but his body in the pursuit of the Torah. So if you make it to that shir, you make it to that lecture, not only can you get yourself involved in the reward for going, but you can get yourself intellectually stimulated and get reward for that as well. Along the same guard optimistic lines, one who encourages others to study or supports their efforts financially, although he does nothing to foster his own spiritual growth, will still be rewarded for the role he played in others' development. Medr Shmuel and HaChassid Yavis. Meiri explains the mission speaking of one who learns in his hometown rather than seeking a more profound learning experience in another locale. In spite of the opportunity, his squandered, he's still rewarded for his limited efforts. One who goes and studies is pious. One who studies who does not rely on his own understanding of God's will, but goes to the study hall seeking to improve the quality of his service is truly pious from Rabbi Yonah. Mary comments the one who makes an extra effort to seek out the finest environment and teachers and one who exerts his full energies in his studies is pious. HaChassid Yavis explains that he not only promotes others' learning, whether through moral or financial support, but he learns and lives a Torah lifestyle himself. At the bottom, to go and to do the father of a young student who attended his hometown yeshiva in Lakewood insisted on paying a sizable portion of the tuition. Since the boy lived at home, he questioned why his father should do so. The father replied, doesn't electricity cost money? Doesn't water in the building cost money? The upkeep of the library, stipends for the kola, people with whom you study, the salaries of the Russian yeshiva and administrators. Are any of these items free? Besides that, we must also participate in the cost of running the yeshiva. He was a living example of the understanding that one must go to the house of study and also offer it concrete support. But if a person doesn't go and a person does, doesn't study, he is wicked. He neither seeks opportunities to do the mitzvahs, the holech, the one that goes after, the go-getter, nor is he willing to fulfill God's word when circumstances present him with the chance. Such a person sustains deep spiritual scars from Rav Yonah. The wicked person does not seek the strengthening quality of communal study, and he does not even try to advance himself spiritually in the solitude of his own home from Teferi's soul. So he doesn't go, and he doesn't even do, he just does nothing of the sort. According to Mikvah Yisrael, also means to support and refers to the upkeep of the house of study. The entire Mishnah can therefore be Explain when he goes to the study hall, learns, but gives nothing towards its upkeep, is rewarded only for his learning. On the other hand, if he helps finance the operating costs of the base medrash, yet is unable to kind of learn himself, he is at least rewarded for his support. One who both studies and contributes to the maintenance of centers of learning is truly righteous, and one who ignores both his own spiritual needs and those of the community is thoroughly wicked. People who seek membership for shuls would love this comment, that it's important not just to be in the shul, but to support the shul and to be a membership of the shul.
So we have four different types of learning. The best is to learn, to go, and to learn. If we can't do that, we should try as much as we can, however we can, wherever we can, in any ways we can, to be involved with Torah learning, to be supporters of Torah learning, and to be involved in the Torah lifestyle as much as we can. Join us next time as we talk about four types of people who learn in front of a teacher here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.